0: The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
1: Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Changing rapidly, The balance of power is shifting. shifting. Some affiliates are growing larger than the brands they represent. Stay ahead of this and other trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Stay up to date about the fast-changing world of affiliate marketing from the perspective of those who are revolutionizing the affiliate
0: marketplace.
1: Learn the inside scoop of important industry issues and emerging trends with the whales of the industry from CEOs and COOs to super affiliates and iconic innovators. It's time time to get inside with Affiliate Marketing Insider, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host, Wade Sisson.
2: Welcome to Affiliate Marketing Insider. I'm your host, Wade Sisson, and I'm joined by Salah Bukadum of SoapHope.com. That's Soap, S-O-A-P, Hope, H-O-P-E.com, which is a site that sells all-natural products and invests 100% of the profits into anti-poverty efforts for women worldwide. Welcome to the program, Salah.
0: Thanks, Wade. It's great to be here.
2: It's great to have you here. I'd like to start by having you tell us what gave you the inspiration for SoapHope.com.
0: Well, you know, um, I had a prior business and sold that company in 2005 and took a couple of years off. And during that time, I decided that I definitely wanted to be back in business, but I wanted this next business to do more than just serve customers and employees. I wanted to see if I could create a business that would make a dramatic impact in the world on some worldwide important problem. So I ended up focusing on the problem of poverty, did my research and found out that there are institutions all over the world that are helping especially women in poverty by providing them with education and small amounts of capital so that they can start their own businesses and create their own opportunities so starting from that premise we decided to create a business that would fund these women owned enterprises all around the world and that's where the concept of the business model came from then it was time to decide well, what kind of a business or product or service are we going to offer Sure. And we thought, well, since uh, we're serving women, why don't we focus on a very simple product with a very simple premise and something that would be uh, affiliated with women? And that turned out to be all natural uh, beauty and body care products, and that's where Soap Hope came from.
2: And you mentioned it's all based on a business model, which you refer to as Good Returns, which enables, as I understand it, support between nonprofit and for-profit arenas. Tell us a little bit more about Good Returns, how you came up with it, and how it works.
0: Well, when we first uh, started the business, my business partner and I were talking about what kind of simple model could we use and you see a lot of businesses out there that will donate a portion of their revenues or a portion of their profits to a good cause. And so we kind of went down that road and asked ourselves, if we were to donate, how much would we donate? Should we give 5%? Should it be 10%? Should it be 50%? Where would you draw that line? So to avoid having to answer that specific question. We said, well, is there a way that we could use every single dollar of profit in our business for good but not by giving it all away. Because if we give all the money away, it might be great for uh, for our particular business, but it won't generate any uh, true earnings for the owners. And I wouldn't be able to recruit other entrepreneurs to the model. So right. ultimately we decided, well, we're going to invest every dollar of profit. So we don't have to make that distinction. We take every single dollar. It spends one year in the hands of a woman in poverty to help her interest-free, and then that dollar is repaid, and then we can pay that out to founders and shareholders.
2: And this is done through microloans direct to the people you're helping.
0: Exactly, we work with institutions all around the world that provide these uh, $50 or $100 loans to women, give them literacy, education, healthcare services, and teach them a trade, and that way, they can become responsible for creating their own income on a permanent basis, rather than giving them a handout.
2: Mm How long has SoapHope.com been active?
0: Well, this is our first full year. Okay. Uh, we started in the third quarter of last year, and I'm very pleased to say that in our first year of business that we have turned to profit. I think that's rare for a lot of uh, startup businesses. And that means in our very first year, we will be able to uh, make our first round of loans. And it's very exciting because the growth path for the company is uh, very, very strong. So we're getting uh, not only a lot of interest from customers, but from other business owners who want to copy our model, which we are very happy about.
2: Well, that's fantastic. Uh, So how many women roughly would you say have been helped in that first year of the program? It's a
0: great question. The uh, simple way to think about it is this. For every $2 that somebody spends on our website, a woman's business is funded for a day. So if somebody were to buy, say, a $20 gift, that would fund 10 women's businesses for a day or one woman's business for 10 days. So you can see it really takes just a very small amount of money to make a huge difference in uh, this kind of poverty environment. If you are uh, have a business that's generating $100,000 a year or a $1 million a year, you are helping untold numbers of women. It's really a great, great model.
2: Absolutely. And I'm just interested, and I'm sure many of our listeners are as well, you said you did a lot of research to come to this idea. But I'm interested why this cause. I mean, is there a reason why you, was some, did something happen you personally were aware of that inspired you to join this cause? Well, um
0: I've always been interested in the issue of poverty. Uh, I had the opportunity as a uh, teenager and in my early 20s to travel around the world as a pianist uh, giving concerts. And so I was exposed to uh, some of the uh, direct impacts of poverty when I traveled in Africa. Um, And so it's always been on my mind. But one of the things I like to emphasize about Good Returns is it doesn't have to focus on anti-poverty measures. That's my personal passion. But any company can do this in conjunction with any kind of sustainable nonprofit. And there are institutions out there that are uh, taking the same kind of approach where they're able to uh, remain sustainable, return capital after it's used, and they're operating in every uh, area of interest. So if a person happens to be interested in, let's say, childhood education, or a person is interested in uh, healthcare, or uh low-cost housing or medical services in the developing world. There's just probably two dozen different areas where they could quickly do a little bit of research and find an appropriate partner to do something like this with.
2: Well, that's fantastic. Talk to us a little bit about the actual workings of the program, if you would, Sala. For example, how do you pair up with the people who need the help? or Are there organizations that you've partnered with who help you identify people to help? Exactly. How does that work? Okay.
0: Well. Uh, I think most entrepreneurs are so focused on their business and the current issues in their business that if you told them, now it's time for you to go learn how to be a successful philanthropist or a successful program manager to help people in poverty, that's a whole discipline. It could be a lifetime of of study just to become an expert in that.
2: Absolutely, it could.
0: So rather than trying to reinvent the wheel, what we decided to do is to go find the premier institutions that are already experts at this and to leverage uh, relationships with them. So one of the things I I always advise people who are interested in working with a nonprofit is not to be discouraged if your very first attempt to work with a nonprofit um, is a no. It's not always a yes, and I think this is an important point. When you go to the most successful, uh, most organized nonprofits, you really have to bring your best game and show them why they should spend their time and energy to create a program with you because they've got lots of people knocking on their doors wanting to do partnerships. So what we did is we uh, we worked for about three months uh, meeting with different local philanthropies where it was easy to travel to them, we could get meetings uh, and learn more about them and learn what would work and what wouldn't work. After about a three month period, we had selected three nonprofits uh, that focus in different areas of the world, and you know we didn't go after the biggest nonprofit in the world on day one. We started with uh, good sized ones that have a very strong impact, but that we could also have a meaningful relationship with, and that turned out to be a very good strategy because Great. as you go forward, you can leverage those successful relationships into bigger and bigger relationships until you're working with the leaders in the industry
2: and you mentioned that you have partnered with regional groups are there regions that you focus on will you help anyone in the world how does that work
0: well our vision is that we will have a footprint across the entire planet that we will work with uh, nonprofit institutions on every continent and then eventually uh, hopefully in every country because uh, there's a need all around the world in every developing nation for this kind of uh, development assistance but uh, in order to really successful right out of the gates we focus down so we picked uh, areas that are close to home so today we have three nonprofit partners we have a partner specifically in Dallas I think a lot of people uh, which is where we're based by the way I think a lot of people ask well are you only helping people on the other side of the planet what about at home right so we wanted to have a Dallas based partner and one-third of our profits go to that partner it's called the plan fund We have a partner uh, very close to here, actually, in the Dominican Republic, just a couple hours away. And it is called Esperanza International. They focus strictly on the Dominican Republic and Haiti. And then we have a third partner, which, although it's based in Dallas, does all of its work in South America. It's called Chiapas International. And they help women in Mexico and other uh, regions of South America where the poverty is extreme.
2: Okay. And you've been you've been at this for about a year now. And this may this question may be premature, but one thing that charities are always very good at is coming up with those moving testimonials of here's a human being who we helped. Here's a case study of what we've done. Have you had time to come up with those stories yet?
0: I have actually. I've had the amazing opportunity to go and visit in person each. Of oh, these wow. institutions, I was this year. So I made a trip to Chiapas uh, in the summertime, and a couple of months ago I went to the Dominican. And of course, in Dallas, I can visit with those uh, folks anytime. It is truly incredible to go and shake hands with a woman who two years ago lived in absolute poverty, even to see the place where they used to live, and then see one or two years later. What has happened to their life? So, we met, for example, a woman who has two businesses now. She employs uh, both of her daughters. She employs people from her village. Uh, one of her businesses is a small restaurant. Uh, the other of her businesses is kind of like a tiny version of a Seven Eleven, where they sell all kinds of convenience items uh, out of a little shop there. And she showed me her old house where she used to live. Now she called it a house, but we would call it. I mean, calling it a shack would be sort of. <laughs> exactly. It had uh, a dirt floor. It had uh, no running water, no electricity. And then she showed us her new home where she lived, which was a two story facility oh. with water, electricity, and her entire uh, family was working or in school. It was unbelievable transformation
2: inspiring Sala thank you for sharing that story Uh, we need to take a short commercial break when we come back we'll continue talking about soapup.com with Sala
0: more affiliate marketing in action
1: when affiliate marketing today continues how do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with the answer is simple markethealth.com where health and wealth connect
2: With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank. Looking for an affiliate
1: network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com admedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized xml feeds for local social and search plus the advertising arsenal of ppc sem contextual display and more admedia gives your campaign real visibility from emailers to domain redirects admedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage admedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions learn everything admedia can do for you today sign up at admedia.com media.com ad media strong ROI made simple webmaster proudly presents the longest-running program on affiliate marketing welcome to affiliate buzz Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm.
0: listening to affiliate marketing today exclusively on webmasterradio.fm Here are your hosts
2: Welcome to Affiliate Marketing Insider on webmasterradio.fm I'm your host Wade Sisson and I'm reporting live from Afcon 2010 where the crowd has just returned for the afternoon session I'm joined by Salah Bukadum who is the founder of sopope.com and before the break we were talking about this new organization and how it supports the cause of poverty among women, and he was giving us a very moving example of one um, person who's been helped by this program. And my follow-up question to you, Sala, is that obviously there's probably some education that has to happen with the women who need your help and how to start a business and how to do it the right way. Does your organization help with that, or is, or is that the job of the people you're partnering with?
0: we actually uh, require the organizations that we work with to provide an educational program for women and what that lets us do is rather than becoming experts in educating the poor we can work with a group that's been doing that for many years and actually has a proven track record so we already know going into a program like this they are going to help women it's not an experiment or a question of learning along the way and it's multiple areas of education that are needed to to help women out of poverty. They need to know, for instance, how to read and write, how to... Uh, be able to track the basic numbers that are associated with the business so they know what to buy and what to sell and whether they're making a profit. And then they also need basic uh, healthcare education because uh, a lot of these people live in environments where the water is dirty, right. where the environments are not clean, and they have to uh, learn how to adapt to that environment during the process while they're creating their businesses.
2: Are there certain businesses that you would try to train them for, or do you let the person's individual decisions come into play. I'm just curious how the decision is made as to what business might be attempted.
0: Well, a lot of people ask us, you know, since we're a, a body care products company, do you look for women to make soap, for example. And the answer there is no. We want every person, just like I would advise an entrepreneur here, to do what they're passionate about. So these institutions will bring 30, 40, 50 different kinds of trades to a village. And they might teach somebody how to raise chickens or they might teach somebody else how to uh, do embroidery and teach somebody else how to deal with a different kind of livestock. So there's a whole bunch of different trades that make sense uh, depending on the environment. And that's good because it creates a diverse economy in a village so that not everybody is doing the same thing.
2: Great. Well, I'm sure the question many of our listeners have been waiting for as, as an affiliate, how can I get involved? How can I help? How can I be part of it?
0: Well, what I love about this model is it's, uh, it is, although it has a, a good outcome and affects the world in a positive way, it is designed to make money, and that's how I can encourage other entrepreneurs to emulate our model, because the more people that do this, the more women that can be served. And people have to make a living. People want to be uh, prosperous for themselves while they help others. And that's exactly what this model is designed to do, all the way down to our affiliate program. So uh, we specifically encourage uh, affiliates to sign up. We have a site, uh, subdomain on our site. It's affiliate.soaphope.com. And affiliates can not only um, send traffic to our site and earn a portion of sales, but they, we also give them content on a regular basis so that if they want to write about success stories, um, if they're, say, a blogger or somebody who's publishing information to uh, an audience, it's great because it really lets them easily create stories that are compelling interesting things to share with their readers and then to be able to drive traffic and earn revenue at the same time
2: that's great how many affiliates do you have now with the program we
0: just launched our program in anticipation of this conference and actually our sign-up site went up this week so i'm very excited when i get back (laughs) from the conference here To find out what kind of an impact we've made.
2: Great. And again, for affiliates who would like to join the program, that URL again is affiliate.soaphope.com. That's soap, S-O-A-P, hope, H-O-P-E.com. And I understand that the program is an internal program. It's not associated with a network. And affiliates may now earn 10% per sale. Is that correct? Exactly. We
0: we operate the program directly and we provide the content directly to uh, affiliates through email.
2: Wonderful. And you said that you have a lot of content that you provide, which is wonderful for blogger affiliates. Do you also have banners and text links ready to go? We do. So wonderful.
0: If for those people who just want to provide links, uh, we'll, we provide those resources as well.
2: Okay. And one of the questions that I have, based on what you were just talking about, the soap itself, you said that the women themselves do not make the soap. Where does the soap come from and the, the natural products?
0: Well, we decided to provide the top quality products Uh, that are demanded by the U.S. marketplace because we want to uh, use the money that we make to help women in poverty but that doesn't mean necessarily being their customer although I'll tell you an interesting story uh, about one particular way that we are uh, helping some women in Chiapas, Mexico but uh, we resell products, we're a retailer uh, that come from top makers all around the United States that make things like soap, lotions, facial care products uh, household cleaning products, we're about to sell all natural teas, and really the differentiator for Soap Hope is the products have to be truly all natural, truly wholesome products made by uh, uh, sustainable companies that are focused on really high quality uh, products. So, what's neat about that is you get to have an audience of customers who are buying these products for themselves or as gifts and who are excited about the fact that when they spend dollars on these items that they were probably gonna buy anyway maybe from a different retailer maybe directly from the manufacturer now they can do all that get the same price get the same service and every dollar is going to help someone in poverty so it's a really exciting uh, story and an exciting experience not just for us but for the customers as well
2: absolutely and I'd love to hear that other case study that you have about the woman from Chiapas
0: so it's not possible to for one company to buy products from thousands of women. Although we could help thousands with microloans, we certainly couldn't employ thousands of them. But we could employ one or two. And so one of the things you'll see early next year is a product on soaphope.com that is created by one of our top soap makers that brings some of the natural uh, herbs, flowers, and essences from Chiapas, Mexico, back here to the States, and then integrates that into a special Chiapas soap, which we think is going to be a very popular product just because the story is so compelling.
2: Absolutely. That's great. So we're talking about sopope.com. There are many ways to help aside from making a purchase at sopope.com. You can also get involved as an affiliate by signing up at affiliatesopope.com. We're talking with Sala, who is the founder. Sala, poverty, that's a pretty big cause to take on. So what is the goal? I mean, because you, you know, it's a never-ending problem.
0: It is a very big problem, and one of the um, one of the things that I think a lot of people who are interested in focusing on worldwide problems that they run into is the scale of the problem. And it, it's not only poverty; anything that really has uh, needs worldwide attention. People can get frustrated or overwhelmed when they first look at the problem, but I always encourage people to break down problems, whether it's a big problem like world hunger, whether it's a small problem in your business, to break it down into manageable pieces, which is exactly what we did. There are about a billion people in true poverty on our planet. That's a big number. There are six million people in poverty on the island of the Dominican Republic. Well, what's exciting to me is the institution of Esperanza International has a vision of ending poverty on the island of the Dominican for for six million people within one lifetime. And if you look at the plan that they've prepared for themselves, the long-term plan, it's absolutely achievable for them to do that. So when I learned that their vision was to end six million people's poverty condition, and I knew there were a billion in the world, I asked myself, how many Esperanzas is that? And you might be shocked. The answer is, it's 167 institutions. Now, if you look at it from that perspective, that is a handful of institutions. If we can get a thousand entrepreneurs to participate in a model like Good Returns, we could generate a billion dollars for anti-poverty efforts, and that would fund vast numbers of institutions just like that. So really, what seems like a big problem, if we get just a moderate number of people who are really focused, really dedicated, and have a long-term vision to stay committed to solving that problem, we can make huge strides, not just a, a little dent, but giant, giant impact on these kinds of problems. And in every domain, somebody else may be more moved by issues of malaria in Africa and really be focused on that. And somebody might be focused on problems that aren't necessarily uh, human oriented. I talked to someone this morning who said they would love to do something for uh, injured pets, injured animals. Any domain that you see that you feel passionate about is a great place to hook your business with nonprofits that are sustainable and help drive their mission, scale their mission and do more of what they do.
2: Absolutely. Sala, thank you for sharing that story. I wanted to know also, um, do you have plans to, let's say there's a disaster in a certain region of the world, will there be moments when everything is focused in a certain area, or will that just be part of the campaign because the overall cause continues? How would you respond to something like that?
0: I think that uh, it's very important for people to take a long-term view if they're going to have deep and long-term impacts. And that means at every level, in your business, in your charitable endeavors, in your partnerships, in your approach to problems. And so I would say, uh, it's of course, you want to do everything that you can when there's an immediate need, but never lose sight of the long-term plan. Stay focused on the long-term plan, because that's how you're going to make lifelong impact.
2: Absolutely. Thank you very much for joining us today, Salah. I appreciate hearing about soapope.com. For those of you who are listening and are affiliates, your chance to get involved is to join Affiliate.Soapope.com, where you can earn 10% per sale for helping this great cause. Uh, this has been another edition of Affiliate Marketing Insider. We're pleased to be joining you today from AFCON 2010 here in Miami. Thank you for listening, and tune in every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. This, thank you.